Good morning or good day, dear friends. I say happy new months unto every one of us. Happy new months. I want to thank God for how God has kept us to see another beautiful day, another another beautiful month in the in the month of in the year 2020. May His name be ever praised in Jesus' name. He has kept us again to see a beautiful month in the month of October. It's only God that can keep, as I always say, nobody can keep himself except God does that. God has made us to see another beautiful day, another beautiful month. All the glory, honor, majesty be unto his name in Jesus' name. I want us to pray together. Our Father and our God, we want to thank you for counting us worthy to see today. We want to thank you for being our Father who art in heaven. We want to thank you because you are our Heavenly Father. That reason why we always come to you to pray to you, to acknowledge you as our God. May your name be ever praised. May your name be ever honored. May your name be ever magnified in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for everything you've been doing for us. We want to thank you for how you have been helping us even from January up to your dates. This is the month of October. May your name be ever praised in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, as we go into your word, we ask of you that you speak to us again. Lord, we ask of you that you reveal your mind to us again. And in this month of October, Father, we ask, reveal your mind to us in a new way, a new dimension. In the name of Jesus, we ask of you that your kingdom be established in our hearts and we shall be a channel of blessings to souls around us. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, faithful Lord. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. Friends, we are going to look at the topic we've been, we've been treating, we've been studying for like two days ago. And that is how to escape vain repetitions in prayer, part three. How to escape vain repetitions in prayer, part three. A memory verse is taken from the same Matthew chapter 6 verse 7 which says, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the Eden do, for they think that they shall be heard or for their much speaking. And our Bible reference is taken from the same Matthew chapter 6, from verse 10 through 13. We have been talking about how to avoid vain repetitions for like two days ago. We have seen now the, the manner of prayer that Jesus gave unto us that when we want to pray, we should pray our Father which art in heaven, which we have studied like the, the two days ago. We should hallow his name, 
You should honor him, praise him, worship him. Honor his name. And let him know that we are calling him. And for you to call our Father in heaven means that you have a good relationship with him. And you worship him and you praise him. Let him know that you love him. Not because of what you want to come to come and collect from him. But that you love him for whom he is. And also we talked about his kingdom. That let this kingdom come. We pray for the kingdom of God to be established in our hearts. We pray for the kingdom of God to be established in the heart of others. And we pray that everything we do is will be revealed. The Lord let that will be done in heaven as it is done in heaven. That any step we want to take, let only his will stand. And now we are going to go to verse 11. Of the same Matthew chapter 6 verse 11. The Bible says, give us this day our daily bread. Before we go into the study of this, I want us to take notice of something here. From verse 11 to verse 13, there's a particular thing that Jesus taught us here. Jesus said, give us. That is verse 11. Verse 12 also Jesus said, forgive us. In verse 13, he said, lead us. And also the latter part, he said, deliver us. So we can see that the manner of prayer that God, Jesus, wants us to do here is not a personal prayer per se. That does not mean that you should, you should not pray for yourself. But Jesus derived pleasure in you interceding for, for others more than even praying for yourself. I'm not saying you should not pray for yourself, but when God knows that you are interceding for others, it shows to him that you love God, you love him. And you love your brethren. It shows to him that the commandment, the first and the second commandment he talked about, love the Lord, love your God with all thy heart, with all thy might, and with all thy strength. You are put it in place. And also love your neighbor. It means that you love God, and at the same time you love your neighbor. So now, Jesus said, give us this day. When you want to pray to God, do not forget to ask for each day. Each day is a gift from God. For you to sleep and wake up and see another day is a gift from God. Nobody can give you this gift except only God. To ask God that God give me this day. And also intercede for others and give us this day our daily bread. When you are saying give us this day, it means that you are asking God that God should preserve, preserve you for that day, for the day and also provide for what you need. Now, this is where the daily provision comes from. This is the aspect in which you need to ask for your daily need. Now you can ask. So you can see now that in the place of prayer, there is nothing wrong in asking for your needs. There is nothing wrong in asking God for provision. But what God wants is that, not if you keep asking for needs and needs while you are neglecting what matters most. While you are neglecting the thing, the thing pertaining to this kingdom. While you are neglecting uh, to intercede for others. While you are neglecting to live a holy life. But all you need to, you are just asking, is just your daily provision. God is not happy with this. But in the midst of asking for your daily provision or daily needs, 
you intercede for others, you pray for others. At the same time, you, you go to your father and you relate it with him as your father which art in heaven. He said, give us this day our daily bread. In verse 12, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 12, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It means that the same measure in which you forgive is still the same measure that God Himself will forgive you. If somebody, if you, if someone, someone, you have grudges against someone, and you're praying to God, is a means in which He can hinder you from your prayers being answered. So as you're praying to God, remember those that have offended you and have the art to forgive them. The truth of the matter is that. There is no way that someone will not offend you. No way. Someone will do something so 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 that is so painful to you. Someone will offend you. But in these offense, offenses, make sure that you have the heart of forgiveness. Because if you don't forgive such person, it will hinder you from receiving a cancer from God in the place of prayer. So make your make up your mind that no matter how people offend you, no matter how painful it is, you need to forgive them. And how do you know that you have genuinely forgiven those offended or that offended you? When you have opportunity to retaliate or to, or to retaliate for what they have done and you don't do it, it means that the true, of, true forgiveness has really come. I repeat, when you have an opportunity to, to retaliate for what the person has done wrong, but you don't do it, is a means that you are forgiven such person within your heart. But because a time will come that you will have opportunity to retaliate or to deprive the person from one thing or the other. If you don't go ahead to do such, it means that you have really forgiven the person. So forgive us our debtors as we forgive our debt. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And the last one here we're going to talk about is lead us not into temptation friends no matter how you're praying do not forget to ask god not to lead you into temptation peter never knew that he could deny jesus christ three times if they told him he would have said no but when the reality came he, when the temptation came he denied Jesus. He never knew it to happen. So that is mean we need to ask God for forgiveness. Thank God that Jesus had prayed for him. If not, Satan will have sealed him as wheat, as he said. But God, Jesus, had prayed for him. So every day of your life, do not forget to ask that God should lead you, not to lead you into temptation. And ask him also to deliver you from all evil. As you're going out, as you're coming in, they are evil. Even when you're staying in your house, they are evil around. Ask God, Lord, deliver me. May I not fall into evil. Deliver me from evil. Do not forget to ask God to deliver you from all evil. And after this, you go back again to tell it to him that is all in holy in your life. For thy kingdom, for thine is the kingdom. 
Let him know that the kingdom belongs to him. Let God know that the kingdom is yours. Let God know that the power is, is yours. Let him know that the glory belongs to him. These three things, God will never toy with it when you are going and playing with it. When you want to take over the kingdom of God, you want to take it over that is yours. <laughs> the person is said to receive the lot of God. When you want to take over that, I want to take your power. Like Satan wanted to do in heaven and it was thrown down on earth. So if you want to show to God that you, you want to take his power, <laughs> you are also set for the lot of God. And you want to take his glory. You are set for the lot of God. So let God know that the three, these three things belong to him. His kingdom, his power, and his glory. Nobody must tear toy, toy with them. It's meant for God alone. It's reserved for God alone. If you see the, the scripture very well, you will discover that everyone that touches with his kingdom. <laughs> Look at Nebuchadnezzar. Talk toiling with his kingdom. You see the way the life ended. You can see Pharaoh also, how this life also ended. If you toy with God's power, you know, you see the way the life of people men that toy with God's power, God's power in the Bible ended. And even want to take his glory. Whatever thing he's doing, you are accrediting it to yourself. Those people, those people want to see the growth of God. So no, never toy with God's kingdom, God's power, and his glory. So you pray to God and tell it to him that all these three are meant for you. Forever and ever, nobody will share it with you. And you will see how God will answer your prayer. And I want to say lastly here, that in the midst of this, make sure also that you learn how to pray in the Holy Ghost. We know not how to pray the way we ought to pray, but Holy Ghost makes in, Holy Spirit makes intercession with groanings that cannot be uttered. Learn to pray in the Holy Ghost. It will make you to channel your blessings or prayers to even where you don't think. Holy Ghost will help you to pray according to the will of God. So you are praying according to the will of God when you learn to pray in the Holy Ghost. Even if you are, if you can do it very well, try as much as possible within a, in a, in a, in a day, at least an hour, you devote it to pray in the Holy Ghost. And you will see the way the Lord will manifest himself in your life. This is what the Lord has for you today. I pray the Lord will interpret his word afresh in your hearts and bless you the more. God bless you. And I say once again, happy new month and happy independent day. God bless you so great.